0: hello
1: and welcome to triple b
0: <laughs> today we are eating mystery de celery root
1: <laughs> <laughs> and we are discussing much more happily <laughs> uh this week uh spell slinger by sebastian de castell
0: i'm jenny lynn
1: and i'm katie Puchel.
0: we are the, the book, book bunch <laughs> and, and we're doing brunch, brunch. So our disclaimers this week: um, we're adults, we swear, we'll talk about adult stuff. Chucky. This book does the same. It, yeah, it, it does. Really, quite fits our style of speech in the no, characters. There's
1: no fuck, so there's no f bombs, are there? I don't think so.
0: They say other stuff though. Sure. Eh,
1: yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, they do. You're right. But no, no f bombs, as yeah. far as I know as I remember. Which... But yes, our style of speech richer, But yes, as always, adult content, warnings, and spoilers for, for this book as always. So tread with caution if you haven't read it, but hopefully you're starting to keep up with us. It is the intent of the pod. Join in on the conversation. Yeah. Drop us a comment. We have like no comments. No. Give us a comment. Do we
0: know that we don't have comments? Maybe we do now. <laughs> we have one on the first episode, but I haven't tried our social media in a while.
1: Give us a comment. Let us know. <laughs> so, first things first. Spellslinger. Summary first or cover first?
0: We decided cover, I think. Cover. Yeah. Let's keep okay. cover. We have uh, two minds of the cover. So, we both ended up purchasing the cover we didn't care for. <laughs> because... I didn't know
1: there was another one. This was just the first... We need to first. start
0: researching this ahead of time. We do.
1: It's true. Uh, this was a perfect lesson <laughs> in that. And not just by the first one that pops up when you search... For yes. the book which is what happened
0: yeah so obviously as we've said before uh, we judge a book by its cover mm-hmm. and this one i did think was interesting enough to purchase so we have another yellow our theme today is yellow so we recorded uh last month's episode the same day as we're doing today's here we just and everything's yellow the well, other color tan. is yellow this one is, this is like yellow. sand we've been sand dealing with color. yellow so was dodo dodo was that kind of
1: that was like a We're mystery go. package, like a, a but it's wrapping this, of a package. It's
0: still yellow. Sure. We've been in yellow you would know for a while. We've got uh, lots of geometric shapes. Uh, we got some symbolism from the book, including um, the symbols from decks of cards in the four corners.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We have an image in the middle that we believe is associated with a scene late in the book. And then we have a bunch of stuff that I feel like is totally irrelevant. Or parts. We talked about this a little bit before,
1: so the only, I mean, the main focus or the, the focal point of it is a is a figure, uh, the hooded figure, a cloaked figure the holding staff. a staff, which I don't think ever happens. Does anyone even wear a cloak? Does anyone even have a staff?
0: <laughs> I think it's supposed to be his uncle when he barges in.
1: You really think I they s- put the uncle, as much as I love the uncle character, he might even be my favorite character. Or not the uncle, but
0: the evil one. which Brahma. Yeah. Rameth.
1: Is that his name? Yeah, It's <laughs> There's a lot of, Apostles. in our defense, starts, like, Ra, there's, like, three of them, because they're all from the same yeah, family. That's, that's the clan. Yes. That's the last name. Yeah. Rameth, yes.
0: Whereas, there are some covers out there that we really like that really encapsulate the book more, and they have this personalized card, like a playing card, that has our characters on it, and they... It's nice to actually see the characters in the book, what they look like, whereas this one, we just get a shadowy figure.
1: Yeah, much more representative of the book. And the one that we really like, the red one, that does look like a card, you know, like any face card, it has, you know. The two side. The two side, the two faces. So one is Kellen, our protagonist, and then the other is Farius. Yeah. Uh, he's kind of instructor, the, the teacher kind of throughout. and. Amazing. We loved that and then the yeah. back of it says like magic is a con, which is a
0: that got you into major could
1: kind of theme and idea throughout the book, which I loved. So lesson learned, more more research, but we should post the, the cover art of, of that one along. Yeah, it was quite with nice. But that's very nice.
0: I first have to refigure out our password or our username. <laughs> I lost it. Oh jeez. Well, I know it, but it wasn't working. And then I tried to make a new one, and it. it, it, it you got it, trapped made in an, the cycle. It, of... it made a new account instead, and I was like, no, no. I thought. <laughs> and it all comes because I still have everything set to French because I'm trying to learn. And obviously, I don't know enough French for me to apparently navigate that process <laughs> <laughs> properly. Perfect. But you I'm learning right well
1: we're both trying to learn oh, right. uh, different languages you're trying to learn French I'm trying to learn Greek it's hard <laughs> I'm bad at it it's great one thing I will say about this cover and I'm not talking about the cover I'm talking about the, the way this book feels this is my number one favorite way for a book to feel uh so like a paperback hardcover I don't even call this I think this is softcover which is different than a paperback. That's true, yeah. Because even paperbacks kind of have, like, a weird stiffness. This, like, it flows with your hand, almost. I like to be able to bend a little bit my book. Yes. Yeah, you don't
0: feel like you're breaking the spine. Right,
1: right. I didn't even break the spine, but, like, you can yeah. still
0: open it as far as you want. I was able to do this. Yep, lot. you
1: can fold it if you want. I I definitely prefer this to hardcover and paperback. This is this is my number one for right. me, this soft cover. <laughs> oh. Texture, nice, flexible. You feel like like this might be a little TMI, but like I feel like there's just like a more intimate relationship with a book when you can like move it a little bit. I
0: don't know. Maybe it's we, just me. We do love our books.
1: Not like that. You sure? Maybe well, it depends on the book. I guess <laughs> depends on the book.
0: I have a couple. Of... Are, we go Are we gonna go there? we gonna go there.
1: Uh, uh, this took a turn. This is not where I thought we would end up in this conversation, but here we are. So would we call this I'm like a person who like I feel like genre is a lot more fuzzy than most people. It was
0: so like black and white when we were, you know, in middle school and now we're like no well, well, well. Young adult? I don't think so. But at the same I mean, time yes. I feel like it could be. There's like it is, and then they I feel like halfway through I'm like, oh, this feels like it's really geared towards Well, I guess that's still young adult. Like twenty five phobia is still young adult. I guess. We're you, not that old either.
1: <laughs> where would you shelf this book? Shelve this book. In your bookstore, where would you put Well, I mean our bookstore wouldn't even have genre. Our bookstore would be crazy, but a in a conventional bookstore, where We're would you put this? <laughs> I know, our bookstore. Oh, can you imagine? That'd be wonderful. The organization.
0: I put it in air quotes because I don't know. It would be organized. Just put it. People like... will just need to ask us. The point of the whole store would probably be to like. Our preference. To... Our
1: preference. Ooh, we could do it by feel. How do you want to feel at the end of this book? Ooh. And well, if yeah. it makes you feel sad, you can go over there and read Human Acts. And the book fees, and just get really bummed out for the day.
0: My books are, like, genre <laughs> but, like, my genres. So, like, I have, like, this whole, like, shelving area that's... It goes fairies to Irish fairies <laughs> to Irish. So, like, it has ombre of books for genre. <laughs> and that's how, like, all my books go, and then they eventually, like, bleed into, like, the next genre. Mm. they, like, bleed into mm. the next genre. They all overlap at some point because my interests overlap. I
1: think this I do would, think
0: young adults.
1: I do think this is where that this would end up. I used to work at a bookstore. I think this is where it would be.
0: I thought you were gonna say I think I used to work at a bookstore.
1: I think I no, I did. <laughs> I absolutely did. I you for did. several you did not
0: years. <laughs> for several
1: years and it was a not a smart job for me to have. All I did was write home books. Boxes
0: and boxes of books.
1: Yes, I would say Young adult. I don't think there's anything in here that it would be a inappropriate. Bit, not really. Um, a there's a little bit of language. There of language, is violence. violence. But just not even count in books. I don't even know.
0: I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know. If so, Harry Potter wouldn't be young adult. It's true. It's true. All right. So, see that?
1: And uh, it's also important to note this book is a series. This is book one of four? Five? Four. Right,
0: four that we know of.
1: Four that we know of, but it sounds like there might be spinoffs as well. Spinoffs
0: and or people just doing fan art covers. We weren't quite sure.
1: Either way, we're here for it.
0: We totally game. All right, tell me when to stop. Stop. Ooh, we're rolling our dice. Oh, here's the roll. Our die. We're going back. There we go.
1: Back to form. What do we got?
0: So five. I got the two.
1: I see. Oh, okay,
0: three <laughs> words. Oh, we suck at this one. Okay, do you want to go first or second? I'll
1: go first. Uh-huh. Um, so, you got three words. Right? I mean, magic. Oh, I think I got it just from the, our cover. Magic con game, I would say. Okay, yeah.
0: <laughs> it's going to be foul mouth squirrel cat, but that's one too many words.
1: I think foul mouth, if, it, it, if we put a uh, slab, that's one word. Okay, because it's an adjective. Sp-
0: foul mouth squirrel cat. <laughs> there you <we> go. <laughs> Otherwise, I could do foul mouth neckache. Neck.
1: Yeah, there you go. Know? But it's not really a neck. neck. <laughs> and if you put ours together, that's really good. Yeah. And they're not like the same. Yeah. Those are kind of very nice. So as you can tell, this is (laughs) is quite a turn from the the last book we read. This is much more lighthearted.
0: Much faster read.
1: I I don't want to say typical. It's a very comforting, coming-of-age, magical world story. This is a book I was able to read, you know, before bed.
0: It does transport you. Hold on. We'll try not to be too excited because he gets really That's right. When we have
1: our high excited voices. Percy... It's my dog, and he has major, major FOMO. Uh, which just is he's a COVID dog. In. He's a COVID dog, and I don't get very many visitors. And so, whenever I have someone over, he just loses his mind. It's very exciting. Mm-hmm. And uh, speaking of which, back to this being just more lighthearted, uh, more of a romp, an adventure, something that transports you to a different world. And it's just a very classic coming of age. Highly enjoyable. Yes. Uh, a lot of wit, a lot of humor. It had a lot of that, uh, reminded me of Percy Jackson, which is who Percy is named after. Percy, I his full name, and that wit and humor and sass. Not quite to Percy Jackson levels, but it was there, and I appreciated it. Mm-hmm. Favorite aspect, favorite thing. It really is rikus. Is what? Oh, oh the- I see them. yeah. I enjoyed the squirrel cat, which is weird because I don't like cats, and I super don't like squirrels. <laughs>
0: Well, it's barely an animal in this book.
1: It's true. It's true. It's very snarky. I'm always here
0: for some snark. When I was reading some of the reviews, and everyone was going on about the squirrel, and I was like, what? <laughs> and then when I got to that point, I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> I get it. I get it now.
1: Yeah, I'm always here for a, for a magical, new magical creature of, of any kind. So yeah. the way I envisioned it, you know, squirrel kind of body but like a flying squirrel kind of body so with like mm-hmm. the wings and the big bushy tail but then just like a cat head. <laughs> I
0: also really like Ferris.
1: Ferris or Fairious. I've been saying Farious. I keep saying Farious but, Bar- but it is
0: far- far- Yeah, Parfax.
1: Who is kind of the the mentor. Yeah. Um, teacher in a lot of ways but again very clever snarky. My favorite part or favorite aspect of it is so <laughs> when we're introduced to our protagonist or main character, Kellen, this whole concept of magic being uh, a con was a very appealing concept to me. Because obviously in, in fantasy books there's all kinds of magic all the time. This whole idea of magic being a con. So the main character, Kellen, doesn't have the, the typical magic that most of his people do. And so he has to find ways to compensate for that. Turn duels and to qualify to be a mage, he has to pass all these trials. So he has to There's find four mage trials. Clever ways to kind of trick his opponents into defeating themselves, which kind of only happens once at the beginning. That's only the first trial, though. And I just I think that concept is so cool because magic at least how it you know in our world like magic tricks like it's it is it is a con it is there to to fool you and i just like how it makes him a more resourceful person because the mages obviously rely so heavily on their magic they don't have to worry about developing their clever like just cleverness within their Mm -hmm. own head and their
0: actual um, body strength
1: their own body strength just they dismiss it very very easily, so Kel is forced to develop in other ways, and I just found that concept very appealing. I don't think I've seen that before. I wish it actually played out more, just because it was so refreshing to me, because, mm-hmm. like I said, I, I wouldn't call this story typical, but I do feel like, like I said, just very classic Coming of age, there's a lot of. Definitely, um, why it's like
0: a young adult, like it yeah. really follows that. Like I think he's like the 15. hero's journey
1: kind of thing is coming up uh, as it always does and should. It's one of the most relatable stories uh, cross culturally that that we have. Everyone knows the hero's journey and can relate to it. But I don't think I've seen that before. So I kind of wish we saw him succeeding more through that kind of deception, just because no one else had ever really thought of to do it before
0: or i think they did it well though because most 15 year olds are not as clever as i think they are i know
1: i I know know i wasn't like
0: god i can't even but i think that that lays it down for ferius later because like he's really trying to like he's not not clever you get to see his inner dialogue when he's trying to come up with this these things and (laughs) ferris is like just do it man like
1: yeah, I just found that very interesting, and I liked it. Would have liked to see it expand a little bit more, but that's okay. The other thing that I really like the Jan tap. That's what the mages' clan or culture. That's what they're called. I said Jantep. tap. Jan I, Who knows? If you know, tweet at us. Leave it. Leave us a comment. And let us know which one. And which
0: maybe in a year, for trouble to check the Twitter.
1: I don't know anything about Twitter, but anyway, <laughs> Jan Whatever we want to call them, I I like the idea of. So one of the things, I've never talked about Star Wars yet on this pod, which is surprising because just how much I, I love the the original trilogy of Star Wars, but one of the things that, so I'm not a fan of the prequels or really many of the other films, but one of the things that they started to kind of toy with, sometimes intentionally, sometimes by mistake almost, was like finding out how kind of weird and not great the, the Jedi are. Yeah, And I like that because... Kellen, since he's denied this magic in a lot of different ways, has Even more perspective. He has an outsider's perspective and is realizing all the ways that the Jantep have done terrible things and used this magic to exploit people and enslave them and in some cases, kill them. And I always like when you're in these coming-of-age where their entire world is kind of Turned
0: upside filter. down. Yeah. Yeah. You you get pushed to the outside and then you meet the outsiders and the outsiders are like, Wow, your world's really fucked up. Right. <laughs> so I like that. His uncle, Not Ferris Parfax, Uncle, uncle Abydos, yep. Ferris Parfax, and Rikus. Yes. His and Rikus's cats. mom.
1: <laughs> and Rikus's mom.
0: Are all like you you don't see how messed up this world of yours is like really
1: right when it's
0: when it's the soup that you swim in you
1: don't know you don't know and that's it it always does kind of kind of take an outsider so he's way.
0: forced to take that road and he struggles with it because you know he's been indoctrinated into the ways and so he still to a certain extent wants his magic he still wants he these wants things it. and
1: he's got his foot in both camps of it so if you don't have magic you are Shot tap. Just like a Shatap, which is
0: servant. And Shatap have magic, but not to any meaningful extent. Like, they could light a candle, but they can't fight a war.
1: Right, and the mages could just... Obliterate. Obliterate them with, with their magic.
0: Their um, magic is heavily geared towards battle. Yes. It's a lot of battle magic. So that it that's, that's built into their culture, the us versus them, and they talk about, like, four or five other societies.
1: Yes, that have either still existed some... Um, they seem like they all still or, exist. But for the most part have been and pushed just, out by the Janta. Yeah. Janta, whatever you want to
0: call and it. And they discuss how they this concept that you can never truly erase a culture because some of it survives in some way, whether it's a person right. I think they use like sample like not everyone was gonna be in town the day that you blew it to bits. <laughs> like right. someone yeah. survived. <laughs>
1: right, which is a great just example of the tone of this bug. I oh, so we're talking about obliterating like a culture in a lot of different ways and They still find a way to tell it with that that snark and that wit that makes you want to keep turning
0: another page. Um,
1: So those were my two uh, favorite things, and those are great because they're the broad, they're soul of the book, and that's Mm -hmm. that's what I found. um, The wit is a
0: big part of it, a huge part of it.
1: It helps. It it definitely helps. Uh, It seems to be more of a trend now. I don't remember in older type of the hero journey type story is necessarily having that it yeah. seems to be more common now so i don't know if it's just a trend or it's
0: almost we actually do i mean we did i mean we were we went to school at a catholic school i highly doubt I these didn't. things i didn't Oh, well, that's right you didn't you well you went to church there yeah i
1: know
0: <laughs> <laughs> so i have no doubt that that was part of the reason i did not get exposed to it we read the bible like four years in a row
1: See as as much as so I'm I'm not a religious person anymore.
0: I am, but I'm not Catholic. Um,
1: <laughs> as much as they did, like my parents took us to we went to church every Sunday. We never, we did not like own a Bible. I don't think in our house, other than like maybe like a kids one that you have. When oh babies. yeah, the but picture, I, we picture never, book. We never like I read. I always really appreciated my parents for this. They were like, yes, we're gonna go to church. So I guess we were kind of made. But I, it makes me sad because I really liked going to church when I was a kid, and now I like singing. I like, I love the music. <laughs> I love the music, and some of the stories I, I really do like. And then you realize, oh, they, oh, this my is like real, ex- like they think yeah. it's real. Like fuck, <laughs> this is kind of fucked up. Then this is extremely fucked up. Then
0: my sisters and like I would talk about how we found ourselves, for the most part, followers of like Jesus, those morals, but not. Church, because mm-hmm. it always seemed to get mm-hmm. twisted. I just <laughs> and their culture here does that too. Yeah, <laughs> they're talking so they've like erased a lot of their other cultures, and they are not it sounds like they're not like an ethnic culture, like, there are people from all different backgrounds. And right. this gets pointed out to him at one point when I wrote this down. So, Farias is talking to him about, you know, you're not this isn't your area, and he's like, Of course, it is. Oh, That's yeah, what yeah. we've been told. And she's like, Do you reckon a climate like this? breeds people who burn so easily in the sun and he's like, Oh yeah, I guess you're right. Maybe we weren't like born and bred yeah. here.
1: So it sounds like they definitely live in like the desert. In the desert. Or yeah, there's yeah, something like that. there's a lot of mines and
0: but How it's a, blonde. It's he's a hot blonde area. Blonde and pale, so yeah. Whatever world they're on, it's definitely like around the equator area.
1: Yeah. So very I, I liked I liked that for sure. Is there anything least favorite? Police favorite, aspect scene, thing that happens.
0: Yeah, the kiss at the end.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I can. I, th- I thought it was an
0: unhelpful plot point. I think it detracted from the character's story. It, it felt a little bit thrown in there. And for all I know, this developed some other way in the other three books. But for this book, it didn't do anything. It felt like it made it. If it made bad it took you out of it
1: Like oblig- the uh, obligation to have a kiss in so every coming of
0: age story you must get the love of your life it's just it's how it has to go because I don't know I don't know
1: because love is a part of growing up <laughs> I don't <laughs> know or <laughs> love is certainly but, more than that
0: but wouldn't it be better if we had, like, realistic stories about love?
1: Absolutely. I can't say it enough. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: They don't build it up at all. There's no relationship, really, between the two. Like, it, it exists, but it's not, like... Which I mean, that is how it is a lot of times in high school, I guess. You're in separate friend groups, and your friends tell each other you love each other. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, that's fair. So I would agree. Maybe unrealistic, just...
1: I think I kind of just like glazed over that part. I don't know, like it didn't register much, which is not a good sign. It's hard for me. I'm trying to pinpoint or just trying to find the best way to explain this. Mine. I have nothing that's inherently wrong about the plot. It almost feels like because I like what it does, but it's not a very it's not a smooth yeah story that I would have expected. It started that way. It seems like I wrote the word "stalling down," but I don't think that's the right word. It's more distraction. Like we're kind of moving, and then we're like, "Oh, ooh, let's let's do this. Let's tell this little part of the story, and we'll tell it really well, and it'll be interesting." Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, "Okay, it was a little jumpy." Now we'll keep going along, our and then oh, ooh, th- this part now. Let let's tell this. And but you liked it. I liked all those parts. <laughs> it just I expected more of a smoother more connected mm-hmm. full story.
0: Than and I think it really it did kind of go with like that's the way his character was led that jolting kind of out of your Yes. I don't know if Rikus would have been an effective character if he came earlier. I
1: think it would have. I think we did need it, it earlier.
0: You think so? It too. I don't know if we would have gotten as much of the oh my god, this is the difference if we didn't have as much of the indoctrination kind of part.
1: That's fair. And you always do have to remember, I always get torn when it's a series because I do kind of firmly believe that, especially a first book, it has to stand on its own. Whether you're going to keep going or not, yeah. it should stand on its own. And I think this mostly does, but I can also tell that he knows he has more time and more words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to kind of have these more distractions, or to just just move along a little bit slower, a little bit more disjointed. But he knows he he has the time. I'm assuming, I'm assuming that he knew that he was going to be allowed to write and publish three more books. Yeah. So, it's, it's small. But I did feel I could have used a little bit more storytelling more I, for smooth, me. Smooth it out a little. I think it needed a little bit of smoothing. I don't. I don't know as much as I enjoyed the little. I'm I keep going on distractions, which is not a bad thing. I don't know how much every single one was needed. There are some that are absolutely essential. When he rescues, how are we saying right? I say Rikus. I was Let's looking say at it. it is either... There's also a sick and infected puppy at one point in the story, which is never just never going to go over well with me.
0: Nope. I specifically <laughs> wrote down on page one sixty six There's animal torture. Oh, that's a different thing though. But still, there's
1: there's there's a little bit of it's quite a bit of animal torture. I would say as far as things go, that would be the most distressing part for maybe somebody to read. But maybe that's just me. I always have, like kind of you're highly get... distressed by animal torture, yes. which is good. <laughs> yes there's just oof. and that was something that uh i really would have liked to see that kind of story play out we talked a little bit about this so one of the things you can do in this magic the, the lore you can kind of get a spirit animal a familiar I call it a familiar yeah <laughs> like a patronus in harry potter or a Damon and um, golden compass like yeah. this is a very typical fantasy thing And the ideal one or at least what his sister thinks it is like a falcon. Falcon. And when you're doing this like spell to summon your familiar, it it's a thing that you really have to concentrate and
0: like kinda you shut down and you you need somebody mentally willing animal that's strong and you try Mm -hmm. to also mentally block ones that are weak. Right.
1: And you need somebody to watch and (laughs) this was a really small nitpick, but so Kellen is is the watcher for for his his sibling, sibling. Yeah. and you're supposed to keep out insects and you're supposed to keep out sick, sick animals. animals. And he's like 30 feet away or something. And I'm like, How are you keeping out insects? How can you even see if an insect is right there? <laughs> they're out there in the dark, in the woods, and like there's probably insects like on the ground. I mean, granted, she's doing a spell that is meant to propel them, and she's
0: very powerful, so maybe <laughs> <laughs> this just works. But
1: I was like, uh, Are you sure like a moth didn't fly in there? Because no, thank you. <laughs>
0: I wouldn't mind having a butterfly as a familiar. Gross. No. Butterflies Ew. are awesome. No. They're Any, gross. They're, they
1: fly. I, they're cool. <laughs> they're like carnivorous. Them. Like. <laughs> they're just gross. They're gross. <laughs> they're gross. I was traumatized in one of those like butterfly experience. Whatever those
0: little. Oh, they love to land at in. the they museum.
1: And <laughs> I don't like it. But that's neither here nor stuff. While this is going on, this ceremony, whatever you want to call it, is, is sabotage, and we can get into. <laughs> who and why later on, but they take this sick puppy and try to get the sick puppy to bond with with the sister because that would weaken her magic and ruin, kind of ruin her entire future. I kind of wanted to see that story play out. So the idea- You kind of do though. No, I wanted it to be, because I wanted the puppy to live. That was probably my number one (laughs) want for it. I wanted her to bond with the puppy and her magic, yes, would be weakened- but would heal the puppy because it was strong enough.
0: That's how it would work, though. It sounds like the puppy would die and then she would be permanently sick.
1: I thought she would be sick because they would kind of, so it would be enough to kind of like heal him because he was sick, but it would make her sick so they'd be like
0: the same. No. They'd be
1: at the same level of sickness. She, like, takes on the
0: sickness, but the the animal ends up dying, but she keeps the sickness. That's how they
1: explained it. I want the puppy to live. (laughs) It's my number one (laughs) thing. Not how the law works. In all books, my number one concern is if the puppy lives. And I just would have liked to see that. I like the idea of somehow making that relationship work because somehow her magic saved the puppy and they are friends now and just that kind of pure... Makes it even more powerful than if she did get a falcon, and she so did. So optimistic. I actually like most people think I'm really cynical, but maybe not when reading about puppies. One hundred percent. Books specifically
0: puppies. tells you that a sick animal wouldn't make it, and you're like, nope, that's no, not possible.
1: It Be a story about true friendship and love. No, yeah, I'm actually much more like sympathetic and weepy than people think I am. <laughs> I, I think so. Very small, um, small stuff. But one thing, another nitpick that I was thinking. So the Dowager
0: Dowager Mages, also top. known as Mersan. Merisan
1: Merisan, is the clan prince who is like the ruler of the giant. He he dies, and then she's still kind of there, but kind of imprisoned by the the spell that he left uh, on her. The
0: prince gave put her in a mind chain.
1: Yes summons Kellen to talk and kind of give him the mission to spy on fairies and that doesn't really
0: go anywhere. It does. It doesn't.
1: Like, he kind of...
0: Because her purpose was to get him to unblock the chain. She just couldn't do it directly, so she had to set him on a path to someone who would
1: I know. I was just more surprised that, you know, because he comes and, and goes several times. Right, back. and she's never, even though it's part of a grander scheme, is like, Ooh, what's Farius doing? Like, I'm surprised, because Kellen's smart. I feel like he'd be like, mm, didn't you tell me to do this thing? And now we're to- not talking about the thing? <laughs> small things like that sometimes just oh, uh, trip me a little bit, which, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Those are very, very small things. Alright. Any favorite got some favorite quotes. You did do a quote before, but do you have any other favorite quotes? Oh, yes. The other
0: one. So there were two parts. One, it's all like various pretty much. Yeah. Um, (laughs) She has one quote, and the counselor in me is just like, yes, love it. Do not dwell in the past. The present has more than enough perils of its own.
1: Very nice. Mm -hmm. This is a theme that we talk. and this is probably the major theme of the book. Various again, of course. To Kellen. When you see the world outside your hometown, outside the walls of what you were brought up to see, then you discover you almost never know if you're doing the right thing. One action, brave and true, leads to war and destruction. Another, craven and greedy, leads to peace and prosperity. That's such an interesting concept to me. And I think we, when we think about morality, I think we always maybe think about it a little too simplistic. And that's a great way of summing it out, like, in a moment, you think you
0: might be doing the right thing. and. Mm-hmm. you don't you never really know exactly what it could lead to so there is 51 I'm not gonna read it but basically there's this part where Farius is tells him to pick a card and he is going talking about how he's so sick of her tricks and her games and everything and at the same point he knows that if he doesn't do it he'll never see her again and that scares him and all these other things and just the, what he was going through in my head I kind of wondered if that's ever like what my clients go through because I often feel that sense of like there's missed understanding or things like that and um how annoying it can be in therapy when you just don't you're not getting where you want to go and you feel like you don't understand sometimes and sure and then here I am like don't you see it it's so obvious
1: (laughs) my other one is not nearly as like (laughs) insightful but see i as much as you can get caught up in a fantasy world and things like that, it's just like the really small character things that really yeah. always get me, regardless of what type of story it is. And so there's a part where Kellen gets infected with the, the Shadow Black, which is one of the seven sources of magic, sources of magic in their world, but that's like the, the bad one. Again, air quotes.
0: Yeah. Their clan believes it's bad, but it's, it's not. It's bad, but... All magic is how you use it kind of thing.
1: It's not. So they think of it like a disease, so he's like... How did I get... So he doesn't have magic. He doesn't think he's going to be a mage. So he's like, how did I get cursed with a disease that strikes master mages? And then his dad, who's, like, the most powerful gen-tap in the the whole village, is like, I don't know. And just... I don't Like, the way that Kellen just, like, that just scares him so much that... (laughs) This guy who is supposed to know absolutely everything and there's nothing he can't solve with his magic doesn't know. And
0: that comes to play a lot later because he does know.
1: Small character things like that just always stand out to me. Like I said, I really enjoyed the the uncle character. The fact that this class of people that has been (laughs) reduced to being servants and nobody thinks that they can do anything, that's, that's how all rebellions start when people... Get comfortable and think you have all the power, and there's only one kind of power. And
0: yeah, she makes him question uh, who suffers the most when magicians gain more power.
1: Mm-hmm. So the uncle is kind of starting this rebellion in a in, in a way and bringing other shot um, into. Kind yeah. of a group together, and I was I was sad that the, the uncle did ultimately die in the end because I just feel like his character had more to more to go on. I wanted to see more of him and the dad together, the two brothers that I would really be a relationship that I would I would be here for that. Or for maybe sure.
0: his brother now will have some realization. Yeah, yeah,
1: I'd be interested to see where that that arc arc goes as well. He'll okay. learn
0: from the daughter if she if she like really takes on this like Ellen's my brother no matter what.
1: Yes. Um, lots of opportunity to keep going. Like I said, I do think this book stands on its own. It does what a first book should do. It it leaves enough that can be worked on in the, in the coming mm-hmm. books. So Would you recommend, and are you going to seek out the second book?
0: I have the rest of them <laughs> in my cart, and just need to press the order <laughs> button. Press the button. <laughs> so, yes, I guess I'm reading it. I'm
1: going to go with Dragon Fangs, and I'm going to say... Four and a half dragon fangs is what I'll give. Mm -hmm. I I definitely, I can't think of a reason, you know, when we talked about human acts, I'm like, if you just can't handle the the gut, (laughs) the gut punches, don't go there. If you're feeling particularly vulnerable Ah. or sad, just probably not, just maybe not right now. I can't think of any reason I wouldn't, any
0: person, wouldn't enjoy this. It's a good read, quick read. Mm Mm-hmm. It's the fantasy. I suppose if you don't like fantasy, but if you're listening to us, you probably do.
1: I would think so. And there's enough character stuff there because I'm not always. You, I, I'm, not gonna character read, development. I'm not going to read. I'm not going to read fantasy just for fantasy sake. I will. Necessarily.
0: We so. had the same discussion with movies, too. Mm-hmm. We, we were debating last night. The importance as relevance, what can save, what can ruin a movie. Between the cinematography, the directing, the acting, and the plot. We decided the acting is almost... Doesn't matter. It can be I saved by the other two. I three. didn't say it
1: didn't matter, but... Oh, I said almost. It's hard for me to imagine like, acting being so bad that if you had the plot and you had these other elements to elevate it up, I think you'd make it. Yeah. Whereas, I think if you have a bad director... It could make really good stuff look like shit.
0: Be shit. (laughs) I'm that person that would totally... The cinematography, I am very drawn into the visual of the movie. And I think the same goes with the book. I can be swept away by the ambiance.
1: I'm not saying I can't be swept away by it. Is it number like, highly enjoyable for me, then? You can avoid books that are
0: that. Or
1: satisfying. I guess I'm not as satisfied as, like, I want...
0: You can't be searching. Like I said, those
1: small character things are really what propel me through a book more than <laughs>
0: anything else. this one did have good characters. I I want to be furious. <laughs> kind of are. <laughs> <laughs> I was reading, I was like, this is kinda close. I got the hair, I got the cards. You I'm do, do have I do the have, hair. I do the painting. <laughs> I kind of
1: pictured your hair <laughs> on her. Is that
0: what you're imagining?
1: A little bit, yeah. yes. Yeah. So you were trying on hats yesterday. That's what I was thinking of. Cause she but wears various hats. Hat. Hat. That's what I was thinking of. But yeah, I go read it. You'll you'll enjoy yourself immensely. Yeah.
0: Transition time. We're gonna take a break and then record food. Woo! Food. Woo! We have, we have a good story for the food. We'll tell that. Later. Oh my god! We'll tell later. <laughs> All right. We'll see y'all in a few minutes. Yes. A few hours for us, maybe a few seconds for you. You know. Yeah, we'll, we'll. <laughs> we're back. We're back! As per the book, um, we don't really know what we're making. We decided to make this a little adventure. So. Which is
1: kind of fun. I, I think it fits with the book. You know, Kellen, since he doesn't have the magic like it, he has to think, you know, on the, on the fly and come up with things. So it, could, it fits. It
0: fits. Percy is like eating Futrell's leg right now.
1: He's upset because we're not paying attention to him. <laughs> but yeah, I think it fits.
0: So we went to the grocery. I feel like I use that word a lot. You do? I like it though.
1: I, I never say I always like the grocery store. I, that's what I always say. But
0: And decided to see what, what inspired us, and we came across our vegetable section. And I found some fennel. It was looking really nice. So we're going to put some fennel on this. We have some leftover carrots, green onion, all of my usual spices, uh, leftover rice. I bought some chicken for a basic protein to work with. And we found a root vegetable. (laughs) You picked it. it. It is literally one of the ugliest things
1: I think you could purchase in a grocery store. It... It looks like a, the spider balls are
0: worse. I have no idea what that is. I know they have a real name, but I don't... They they look very similar, actually. They're also very bumpy, but those are green, and this is brown. This is bumpy. It looks like a petrified brain. It kind of looks like <laughs> it belongs in the Harry Potter world. That's definitely something that Pomfrey It wears. looks really gross. <laughs> <laughs> but it was by the root vegetables. It didn't have a tag, so we didn't know what it was, and we got to the checkout. <laughs> and it took, uh... Us, the cashier, the gentleman behind us, and the supervisor on a nice adventure to figure out what it is so we can <laughs> bring, bring it in. Yeah, nobody knew, and it was kind of funny.
1: And thankfully, its mean, the store was of course super busy, so we're holding up the line. But the older gentleman behind us was extremely he was quite he well was as interested well. as well.
0: He was he thought it was pretty funny. So yeah, so we discovered that. The random root vegetable I picked out is a celery root, also known as celerac I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. No, I, no I keep wanting to say celiac, because it looks really similar. Hey, what is that? Celiac disease? Oh, disease. I thought it was like another no. food. <laughs> no, no. But I mean, possibly appropriate. You do think it looks diseased, don't you? Kind of. <laughs>
1: it is not something you want to eat. I want to eat. I don't know. I'm nervous. When you put it in the cart, I was concerned
0: for, for all of us. So I grabbed all these, uh, did a little research, because I don't often cook with celery root, which is a relative of the celery, but not the same. So the celery root is not actually a root vegetable. It grows above the ground, so it kind of grows this big bulbous part here, and then <laughs> off of this area on the top is where it grows the stalks, the prawns which resemble and are closely related to the actual celery. So, like, imagine this with, like, a celery on top, but the celery's a little bit thinner. It's just a really, really, it's like a Bloody yeah. Mary, except disgusting. <laughs> that's, that's the most uh, uh, commonplace area to, uh, to consume celery. Celery-less. So when <laughs> I looked it up, it up, it can have a slight uh, licorice flavor, but it caramelizes well. So we are going to chop and caramelize this like we would an onion. And we're going to make a soup with some biscuits and flavor until we find that we like it. <laughs> so I think Party the first on. thing we're going to do is okay. I, I, I'm going to put some water here in the pan with leftover vegetable stock. Keep into the book. We are using what we have. and That's right. <laughs> we're, we're figuring it out. <laughs> and that's how we're going to get through. That's, so... I had like maybe a quarter cup of vegetable stock left over, and then I added some water because that was not nearly enough to make anything with, and that's slowly coming to a simmer. And I put some olive oil in a pan. I'm gonna chop up our chicken and brown it to release a lot of good flavor. And then we're gonna toss that all in the pan. Vachel, remind our audience what we do with um, proteins before we cook them. Uh, we blot them dry. Yes. I cannot believe I remembered that actually.
1: When you started to say it, I was like, "Oh crap!" But yes, we blot them dry.
0: So it's always fun cooking cook in your kitchen because I always I like using a bigger knife, and your knife is pretty much larger than the cutting board that I use. Yeah. Yeah. I. <laughs>
1: It's so weird, because I don't buy any kitchen... So, I don't know where any of this stuff came from. I did not buy these knives from the I fell.
0: So, I must have inherited them, or someone gave... From an I, old roommate or something? I
1: don't know! I, I really
0: don't, it's, I mean, I know a lot of your old roommates are uh, listeners, maybe they'll tell us. <laughs>
1: right. It's one of the, of all things of being single, that you get kind of deprived of. Like, when you don't get married, you don't get any i mean it's weird to buy it for yourself i feel like everybody always gets it at their wedding they get oh these knife sets and all this stuff and
0: nope but i have all of these adopted things <laughs> these leftover things i have to imagine the cutting board or something that someone gifted you or something so oh, it's it, packer it does have the green bay packer logo on it it's I'm one of those
1: people who is very vocal about the things that they like. So everyone when they see things in the store, they they buy the things that <laughs> have sports teams that
0: I like on them. <sighs> Harry Potter. you are super easy. If it's like Harry Potter, well, Star like. Wars now. She just there's a collection of coffee mugs here that are all like Harry Potter. Everybody buys me mugs. The
1: very coffee mug that I'm holding right now has dinosaurs on it because that's
0: one of my other. And
1: mine has uh, a Harry Potter obsession. <laughs> She's like oh, I know you like dinosaurs. Here's a mug, which is true. This one's actually super cool. Love a dinosaur. Favorite dinosaur. Favorite dinosaur. I am partial to Stegosaurus. That was my favorite as a kid because I was super into the movie Fantasia, and there's a bunch of dinosaurs in that movie. But there's this part where, which doesn't make any sense because T-Rex is from the Cretaceous period and Stegosaurus is from the Jurassic period, so they would never have met. But they have this epic fight, and the Stegosaurus gets killed by the T-Rex, and that just really—that was the first time I think I saw a dinosaur. Well, saw in. Air quotes, but saw dinosaurs, so that was that always stuck with me.
0: Dinosaurs were the thing when you were a kid, like, and our <laughs> house, it, was, it was more so for my youngest sister than it was for me. But the um, Land Before Time,
1: yeah, I I loved that movie. I, I watched that a lot, and it was one of those, if I'm remembering it properly, because it has been a while. It was kind of short. I think it was only like an hour, maybe a little yeah. bit longer. So maybe. I would just watch it over yep. and over and over again. And yeah, I definitely. So, you know, like, very ducky and a little fun. And just really kind of, again, remembering from a long time, kind of off putting animation, but in a really interesting way. I remember it just looking different hmm. than other cartoons I had seen. That's true, yeah.
0: And that yeah, was wasn't the interesting. style of the day. It wasn't. It was right before I feel like cartoons got like icky. So you know like Edda Ed, and Eddie? I don't I didn't watch it but I know I what it is. I didn't care for it. And that's kind of the style that I think started going. And then Work Morty does it a lot too. But it's just kinda of, like ickyly drawn. Like I don't know how else to describe it other than like gross. And it's not just like the content, it's the style. Sure. Courage, the Cowardly Dog, kind of had that style too, and I, was oh, okay, not yeah, I much yeah. prefer like the old Scooby Doo and like Rugrats. <laughs> Rugrats kind of started that, well, started yeah, kind of looking know. ugly. I remember that being kind of ugly. I
1: remember kind of Land Before Time being not. It was not ugly, but when you compared it to, but it's like cute, like Disney, drawn. you know, which was very clean, very. Yeah. It was very
0: high quality. They were, still are. Just Kings of Animation and sprinkling uh, salt, pepper, and paprika on our chicken. Yeah, those cartoons are just I don't know.
1: But I just I and I wouldn't say land before it. It just was very distinctive. It was different than what I had seen before, mm-hmm. and it was really. Did you ever watch um? No, uh, we're, uh, back. We're, we're back. back. That's what's called. Oh, I don't remember it. Sorry, I'm scary. But germs scare me. <laughs> this is. <laughs> For our listeners, I'm currently wiping off because there's raw chicken and, and there's touch touching of yeah. spices, so I'm wiping them off because I'm kind of a psycho. It's not a bad thing to do with raw chicken. I know. I, I'm just... I'm extra cautious. It was
0: never frozen.
1: I'm extra cautious.
0: I think I remember Caitlin telling me that you should freeze all your meats before you eat them. It adds like Is kills tr- more bacteria or something.
1: But doesn't that, like, the flavor, doesn't that do anything to yeah, it? Or the so. texture? Or the it
0: texture, should help tenderize... But... Remember, Alan Brown show like anytime you freeze something, like it punctures the cell walls, which should mm. soften it. Chicken going in pan. There's a nice noise. <laughs> We're gonna brown this up. Uh, I'm gonna cook it pretty well, uh, so we don't have to let it sit in the water for a ton of time to finish cooking. I hope my niece gets into dinosaurs. I feel like I could, I could teach her a lot about dinosaurs. You could. <laughs> I wonder. I would bet you Caitlin still has the totes of dinosaurs in the basement. Do you remember those totes, oh, like because Caitlin went through a super dinosaur phase, and so there's like have there like three or four totes in my parents' basement. I don't know if still a door of just like dinosaur. Oh, cool. Everything mostly figurines, like you know, like the plastic yeah. things.
1: I didn't have a lot of dinosaurs. I was, you know, especially back in the day, it was all very gender-specific toys, so luckily I had a brother who did have some dinosaurs, so I did get some access to dinosaurs that I don't think I would have gotten otherwise.
0: I'm pretty sure that's what led Caleb to want to be about. Oh, fun! We get started there.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. But that would be fun, because... My niece's dad, or my brother-in-law, he's super into sports, so they don't need me for that. So, I, but dinosaurs. I mean, you'll
0: still help out. <laughs>
1: You're
0: not not gonna take her to a brewery game.
1: Oh, she just went to her
0: very first one last Aww. weekend. So cute. <laughs> so cute. I love it. I mostly sing to my niece a lot when I visit.
1: <laughs> like... I did actually try that this time, so this past Thursday was the first time I ever babysat for my niece on my own. with no one else in the house, and I don't want to sing when people are still around. But I did sing a little bit. And she she seemed into it. Obviously, I'm not I'm not a very good
0: singer, but she doesn't know. <laughs> okay. I mean, we're in choir. Sing her some Moana. <laughs> you made it into the um, the chorus in the musicals.
1: I did. I, I I I liked it. I mean, I knew I never wanted to be like the star. No. I just wanted to be involved. Like, I just like to, to sing and keep up, and I like music. Music's <laughs> fun. Yeah. I
0: was a big fan of stage group. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> Make things. Do
0: Make art. Make
1: things. Yep. I do
0: like singing. I, sing
1: I like it too. Maybe back when
0: you, you did, still out a church. I like to. That was the best I was in the choir for a while. It's just fun to sing. <laughs> Do you still have, do you remember, like, junior, senior year when I, like, made those recordings, and you had them on your iTunes for, like, ever?
1: I I did.
0: Uh, There might be, like, one
1: left. I've gone through a really tough, I lost a bunch of music that I had, and through all the different updates, and, you know, you buy stuff on your phone, and then I'm not the best with (laughs) technology. Sometimes I'll buy it on my phone and then it doesn't show up in my iTunes. But right. sometimes I'll buy it on iTunes and then it's not. Well, let's we'll back when you
0: could like upload your own like CD, iTunes, and you can't. I don't even do that anymore, right?
1: Uh, there might be one left, like maybe on my older computer. I don't know. We have to look, but I did have I'm them for you a while.
0: I know. I kind I can't even remember what they were. I can't remember either. I have to dig through. I'm sure there were some like teenage angsty love songs. The chicken's looking really good, it's chicken's getting nice and brown.
1: Nice and brown. Yep.
0: Right. I'm gonna start chopping up this, uh,
1: root. The main event. Yeah. The brain. It's a fossil. Mm-hmm. Keep up the dinosaur. Thing. It kinda looks like a fossil. Right.
0: <laughs>
1: <right>. Be careful. <laughs>
0: Weirder inside than I thought. I didn't think it was going to have swirls in different sections. So I'm chopping off the top and the bottom and then I'm getting all the sides off because... I don't want to eat that skin. Yeah. I imagine it would take forever to cook. It just I don't looks like that mixture would be really good.
1: It almost looks, just from look what, it almost looks like
0: cabbage It <laughs> reminds me actually of like a pineapple texture when you touch it. Oh, yeah.
1: It, it smells
0: smell like, like celery. That's, no, that smells know. like celery. I think so. Oh. <laughs> Imagine you pretty much have to do this with a knife because it's so rough. Be careful. I don't think you could peel this. Right, I have a potato peeler, but I don't think it would get through that.
1: Oh thank God, the air conditioning came on. <laughs> it's hot. It's hot and humid, and all <laughs> well, these hot pans. And <laughs> drinking hot coffee. There's your answer. We
0: gotta get you, we
1: gotta I guess like
0: you do. This. I don't like iced coffee.
1: I don't like iced. Like strong coffee. I just want a regular cup of hot coffee.
0: People always look at me like I'm <laughs>
1: insane. You're
0: like Ben. He likes it straight up.
1: Straight dark, up. they
0: dark, strong. Let's go. Oh yeah, I'm really getting the celery smells now. The right. so chicken's looking pretty done. Nice and golden brown. Mm-hmm. We're going to toss that into the water. Pete all steps back so I don't splash her. <laughs> <laughs> mm, I get and there's still enough oil in there. Oh, you're going to keep it Yeah, but a low, this won't need as much heat, I don't believe. It seems pretty soft, so I don't think it'll take a lot to get a nice cook on it. If you're ever making stews, it is, like you can just throw stuff in just like you would like a crock pot and just like cook it, but if you sauté stuff first, Pricey, uh-uh. you'll get a lot more flavor. No
1: uh, is there a difference between, did we talk about difference between soup and stew? I think you said soup before,
0: and it looks more like a soup. Does a stew have, to, it's got to be thicker, right? Think stews are thicker. That's at least what Ben says. Ben's very particular about his soup-stew combo. Oh, yeah, this really smells like celery now. Ooh, yeah. oh There you oh, that's going to be good. Mmm. It feels like a pineapple with like that level of, like, resistance when you, like, touch it. Definitely, like, starchy like a potato, but not as much. So I think we're going to cube it. Ooh. I know. Very
1: not sharp. I, of course it's not sharp. You need to sharpen your... N- I don't own a knife
0: sharpener. You can take them to your butcher. You know?
1: Yeah, because like I
0: my, have a butcher. Like my grocery store. Like, but.
1: The only time I ever cook is when
0: you are here. Maybe the next time we
1: go shopping, we should bring the knives. Or at least look and see if it's...
0: In. I know they offered it like my girl's oh, store, careful. but I don't know if they offered it yours. Or we could just purchase a knife sharpener.
1: <laughs> Since all these knives are adopted You know, there's no block. I never got a block because I just inherited these. No, we just these.
0: throw them in drawers. Right.
1: <laughs> Super safe. I don't kids or anything? It's true. i never. I don't I think it. Percy's getting into the drawer. Into the knife drawer? No. And yeah. I don't think he'd be
0: interested in the knife. <laughs> Only if when they're might. being used and probably have residue. Sure.
1: Very nicely done. <laughs> Skills. I always have to be on lookout because Percy. We've talked about his 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 tummy issues before, so he can't just. I don't want him to eat anything that's. <laughs> Not his food, or that I don't know about, so I'm always on Percy duty, like,
0: ah! Don't drop anything! Especially now that he's, like, become, like, a real dog and, like, sniffs around for this stuff, whereas, like, when he was younger he didn't care. He just didn't, yeah. I don't
1: know
0: what he would doing. Yeah, like, he's
1: finally interested. He's certainly not interested in his own food, because, of course not, that would be too easy. But people food, which he was not interested in at all before, finally... What do you got? Mm-hmm. What do you got? What are you doing? Why are you doing this without me? Mm-hmm. Why don't I get some? let throw these hedge pieces. I get rid of that part of potatoes,
0: too. There's a lot of stuff in one of these.
1: It made a lot, yeah. I mean, I guess, I mean, it was kind of big. This doesn't smell licorice at all, so
0: if it does, that's kind of hard. We're doing this before the fennel because it is more starchy, which means it'll need more it'll time the, in the water. water. Yep. Yeah. So we got them in a bowl, they're nice and cubed. We're gonna coat in a little bit of olive oil before we throw it in a pan. Salt and pepper. Garlic. How about some garlic? Some garlic? <laughs> you want some garlic on here? We can do some garlic on here.
1: We didn't have, well, there's a little bit of garlic. Well, I can't remember if we had garlic. Anyway, I need more
0: garlic. Salt. Uh, when you cook with starchy stuff, you'll always need more salt than you probably think you do. Uh, especially, like, potatoes. They, like, absorb it. Mm, delicious. God, I love salt. Garlic powder. Woohoo! That's what I'm talking about.
1: That's what I'm talking about.
0: <laughs> Alrighty. Well, I'll make a nice flavor to our biscuits. We're totally using this to make the biscuit stuff later. look trippy. So we're sauteing this on medium for a little while. Yeah, or, some of those chunks are kind of thick. I I like, but it's going to take a little bit. While we do that, we're going to chop up the fennel. So we're going to save the tops to garnish, and we're going to chop up the bottom. I believe I think I might be mixing these up. Growing above ground, I think, is the fennel thing. It's not all fennel. No, like this doesn't grow in the ground. Oh, I think right, it grows on top.
1: Oh, really? Interesting.
0: Oh yeah, that's the licorice smell. smell. Like a little bit. It's both like it's licorice. It's like and oniony.
1: It smells like an onion. Licorice
0: onion. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> that is that's so we're is powerful. We're gonna try and bring out the oh, onion flavor. That is powerful. We're gonna try. I think the
1: sautéing caramelization thing is supposed to do that. That is
0: powerful.
1: I don't know. I don't. I don't know if, if I've ever had anything with fennel in it. Nope.
0: I'm not sure. Like I know, I've, I've heard of fennel. Maybe. We're just gonna take it out the outside because it's looking kind of maybe in like a salad or something. That's looking kind of that's like an, an onion. A little on the outside. Yeah. Ooh. It kind of looks like somewhere between like an onion and a celery a little bit of carrot top. there. carrot family.
1: It smells so much. I feel like it smells more than like an onion.
0: Well, it smells like fennel probably. I guess. <laughs> it smells like what it is. <laughs> Chopping. Alright, so there seems to be like a heart, um, kind of like an um, artichoke. I'm going to take that out because I imagine that's not going to cook as fast as the rest. and then I'm going to chop, I think this one we're going to do slivers.
1: Is it going to taste? as strong as it? No, no from what I could
0: tell, the the licoricey stuff starts to go away and then you get the sweeter caramelization if you do the sautés. Gobbles. Or compost if you, or compost. It's not. Honestly, when you're not
1: here, I wouldn't have anything.
0: <laughs> ben and I are trying. We're, we're setting it up this year a little bit more. We tried a little while back, but we just didn't have the setup really going. Yeah. I'm just, I don't know, grad school, I just wasn't
1: it smells kind of good. I mean, I'm here for it. it
0: As far like, it like, the other flavor is like, mixed well with the licorice flavor. And we do mean, like, the black licorice. Like, this doesn't smell like...
1: <laughs> it smells like a Twizzler.
0: <laughs> but yeah, there's also some onion and a little bit of something else that must be just picked up to this. All right, now we're, we're chopping these into a smaller cube. that onion flavor
1: and add a little onion to this, you think?
0: I love onion. I, I don't love it as much as garlic, but I love onion. <laughs> oh, that's getting a nice little brown on it. Honestly, it kind of looks like tofu. It does look like tofu. We're speaking of the, uh, the celery, celery right yeah. now. It, it does. Like it
1: really does. It's not making you cry like an onion, is no, it? it is. No, it's not. Like, it smells so strong. I... It smells stronger than an onion, like the smell, it's, I feel it's like. Potent.
0: Oh, it's potent. Wow. <laughs> My kitchen is not that big, but I'm across the room and it's, wow. <laughs> it's good though. Like I don't like black licorice, but I'm not, not opposed to the smell. No, I, like, I yeah. like it. It's just very strong. It is. So I've tossed it in a bowl, uh, small cubes with a little bit of garlic and salt and a little bit of olive oil, and that'll be next up in our pan. We got some uh, carrot sticks here. We're going to throw those in the water with the chicken while we're waiting for other stuff, because those do take a while to kind of cook through. I like my carrots pretty
1: soft, I, I I I like cooked carrots uh, more than than raw carrots. I don't really, I guess, have a preference as to...
0: I don't know, it's just as long as they're not mushy. Like ben likes a good crunch on his carrots, even when they're cooked. He just likes some, like... No, I'd say cook, cook it. Yeah, I'm a more cook it. Yeah, if you're gonna cook it, let's cook it. So I just looked at my phone and it's like 9.42, I was like, oh my god, it's late. But I'm thinking, like, because I'm still on yesterday, and <laughs> thinking it's like bedtime coming up. Oh my god. <laughs>
1: I couldn't sleep again. <laughs> look, if if you paid me, if you were like, I'll give you $2,000 if you can fall asleep right now, I couldn't do it. So There's I no had, chance.
0: I had a vague dream, but it was about the, uh, um, the half moon cakes that we made yesterday. <laughs> and I was trying really hard, and there was this whole thing in the grocery store. Like, like the grocery store, they were, like, evil. The grocery people, store was like, evil? No, there were evil people there that we had to, like... To like get to the ingredients we needed, so we we're like, cr- like the stacks were like really high. Like wait, at, like, I was there. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> the, the stacks were like really tall. Like at um like Sam's Club, so we we're like crawling around on <laughs> the top to try and get to the blueberries. Did we get them? No. Damn it. We went to the wrong section.
1: <laughs> Son we went to of like the bench. like
0: housewares or something instead. <laughs> to
1: buy blueberries?
0: Was I in charge? <laughs> no. There was a there's a girl there that was trying to help us.
1: Oh, she was telling work- us
0: how to make them properly.
1: She's working for the enemy, <laughs> clearly. Leading us astray. Goddamn.
0: I didn't have enough to write it down in a journal, though. It's like a vague memory. That's fun, though. It's not that I was there. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're in quite a few of my dreams. Yes! <laughs> little franks. I haven't cooked them before and I didn't want to like burn them but they're taking the heat pretty well so we're going to turn it up so they get to that softened mm-hmm. so we can toss it in the water
1: so do you think because even when celery is in soups and stuff it's still
0: it keeps, uh, crunchy yeah
1: it, do you think this is going to stay as I crunchy think so.
0: okay. I think so I don't know quite probably not quite this much because it doesn't have that skin Like, like this, cel- you know, the like ready. Or, Yeah, <laughs> not as much structure.
1: Cause, like, yeah, I like celery as far as texture goes. I, I like throwing in things there. Or- I made crab salad a couple of weeks ago just to like put in wraps for lunch and put mm-hmm. celery and just it's nice for a crunch. That's a
0: good crunch. <laughs> I didn't used to think celery had a flavor. Like, I always thought it was just like water when I was a kid, but like, as a girl, mm-hmm. i like, it does, yeah, it does have a distinct flavor. Like it has a flavor. Celery, I mean, salt, not- and like, what, Bloody Mary's? Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> A feeling we should have gotten Bloody Mary's done. Ah,
1: big They do
0: talk about drinking this a fair few times in the book.
1: Farius does, for sure. I'm like, hey. The kid has his
0: first drink. That's right.
1: <laughs> and at one point, she was like, yeah, I'm going to go get really, really drunk. And I was like, yay!
0: It's like me. <laughs> Alright, so that these have been really nice brown, like, getting to the almost black, like. So those are going to go in the water some more olive oil to my pan, just a little bit. We're not trying to fry stuff. Mm. Mm. Oh, only. <laughs> we'll fry something one day, don't you agree? That's um, and then terrifying. We're gonna, we're gonna add the bottom of the funnel that we chopped up. We're gonna caramelize. Caramelize is real good. Mm-hmm. I have my, the tops then are nicely finely chopped and those are going to be garnished mm-hmm. on top of the soup. should have done cutting things. you am going to grab the garbage can. I know mean, we're not going to try yeah, and no, over.
1: No, please Please don't. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I know that
0: onions are really bad for dogs, I'm assuming fennel cannot be good for dogs either. So, let's be careful. I feel like we're gonna need, like, Kaelin on the show. She can tell us everything about whether or not dogs can eat or not eat the things that we make. So all we are sauteing the fennel. I'm gonna whip up some Bisquick biscuits. I got my oven heated and I'm just literally following the directions here, nothing fancy. Two and a half, as I don't measure. But we don't have butter. If you're looking for butter, no, it's gone. Milk, but you don't have milk, so we're gonna sub out some sour cream. Oh, I drank all the milk too. You always drink all the milk.
1: I guess so. It is Sunday. This is grocery shopping Mm -hmm. day. I would be. I don't know.
0: A little bit of oil on my thing. I'm going to put the biscuits in the oven. There's a dollop biscuits. Just pop them on and throw them in. Leaving space for them to expand. That's going to be a big one. Shh, love, <laughs> love a biscuit. Love a biscuit. In the oven it goes. Caramelization on the fennel. It smells delicious. That's all good. Mm-hmm. So that's I think we want a little bit more. And if it caramelizes like onions, it still looks a little like it's got a little ways to go. Yeah. And turn it down a little though so we don't burn. So we got leftover rice and we'll <laughs> add that like at the last minute because that's already cooked, you'll just need to heat in the water. By the like amount of onion stuff in here, I'm pretty sure you're, in there. you're just gonna love this. <laughs> might as well add some leftover shallots. So I'm doing a fine chop on the shallots, and I'm gonna add that to the fennel so it can. brown and caramel. It doesn't caramelize as much as an onion. Mm. I'm going to finally chop my green onion and we're going to add that to the funnel for our topping. The color matches the cover of the book. <laughs> it does. We like oh. to do that for some reason.
1: <laughs> the, the less good cover.
0: <laughs> the cover that we have. It matches. I love spicy food So and cayenne. spice it up it does take place in like a deserty area with some heat
1: it does I couldn't get a full sense of but it felt like that it felt like it was in the desert they talked about the sand there was no talk of except in the like palace gardens there was really no talk of vegetation or mm-hmm. anything like that alright
0: spice so is done Kind of sound like a <laughs> loose close <laughs> I hope it tastes good. If I not. Mean, who knows? I mean, it's an adventure. I feel That's like this is less point. risky
1: than the purple mooncakes,
0: and those. <laughs> those tasted okay. <laughs> The rice so it can heat up. It looks great. It looks pretty.
1: Yep. It, it, the stuff usually does. Do
0: Oh. I <laughs> don't have to take a picture of it. Well, of course. <laughs> All right. Add some of our topping. This is going to burn me. <laughs> Blow on it then. <laughs> Mm. I love a biscuit. biscuit. I love
1: biscuits. <laughs> love biscuits. Can't. Cool. It's burning me. Everything's burning me. It's like uh, fire magic. You can burn ember. That's one of them. Mm-hmm. Well, biscuits turned out. Mm-hmm. It did. The broth tastes good.
0: Mm-hmm. 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 Drop it going okay. for a bit. Careful! It's gonna burn you. Not if I let it cool. It's just not gonna cool as fast. Oh well, yeah, it's this in a little... marble bowl. It's gonna insulate. It's like chicken soup with just a little bit of something extra. Mhm. It's good. It and is it's... good. I really thought this was gonna be more adventurous than it actually yeah. is. <laughs> <laughs> good. Mhm. Very good. Very successful again. The celery root does have an interesting texture.
1: Yeah. The taste is fine. It's a little. Maybe smaller. Maybe we should have made it cut it smaller.
0: Yeah. That's good. Okay. What do they say about like adventures or journeys? It's all about like the, the adventure, not the destination or something. The journey. No, yeah. that's it. So, mm. yeah. Our usual shout outs. Check out your local library. Mm, yeah. You Support your local
1: restaurants. Restaurants where you come. Keep being safe as far as COVID goes, I know. Mask rules have changed for the most part.
0: Well, we starting to point this will air two months from when we're recording it, so if we're lucky there's gonna be a nice change coming here soon. Over.
1: Light you know. at the end of the tunnel as far as the US goes. Mm-hmm. Next month, which is really fun because we've been doing mostly modernish books. I think this is like back from the Victorian yeah. era, which <laughs> is kind of exciting. Uh, it's called She, but it also has a bunch of other different Alternate titles, which I'm titles. sure we'll get into. But uh, if you're looking for it, the most helpful thing is She, and it's by H. Ryder Haggard. So if you're mm-hmm. reading along with us, which we hope you are, go grab that one. Mm-hmm. And we'll have some ooh Victorian meal. Maybe. oh,
0: we get costumes. We, <laughs> we need to dress up. No, mm-hmm. I think we should. <laughs> I kind of wore like a modern Victorian thing to work this week, so I one like, was really long like sheath dresses that have like all the wrinkles the pleats yeah yeah they're not dresses right and then i did a button down
1: with a bow tie nice (laughs) do you want to dress up with us next week or next month (laughs) or two months (laughs) you have lots of time to get your victorian classroom together
0: well once i hear this will be one month one month i'm jenny (laughs)
1: lynn still katie (laughs) cutrell
0: we are the book (laughs) book punch punch, and and we we did brunch brunch. (laughs)